0: everybody and welcome back to another episode of Materia Possessions, a show in no way affiliated with any particular dot com website in the world where we talk about video games and more video games than just RPGs. I am one of your hosts, as is so very often the case, Miriam Strom. I am joined by, as is also very frequently, if not always the case, Imran Khan. Uh, it occurs to me it's been six months. Oh, is this a 6 month anniversary? Oh, I, I
1: thought you pushed- meant since since oh, y'all happened. had
0: recorded one.
2: I was
1: yeah. like, oh. Well, technically it's been six months to record a 99 Potions. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. okay. What's that? <laughs> it's a, a, a podcast <laughs> yeah, is solely that? about RPGs and nothing else. Nothing oh, else. Okay. No oh, other video oh. games whatsoever. And have they made any new episodes in a while episode? or no? No, I feel like they've really kind of abandoned they that. They kind of, like, they uh, kind uh, of abandoned
2: <laughs> it. Interesting. They like, kind of didn't
1: tell it's anybody. All voluntarily walked away.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Okay.
3: They got a good sequel, I heard.
0: (laughs) Well, somebody who uh, I would never want a sequel to because they are just perfect the way they are is Andrea Sheeran.
3: (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, I am the one, the only, the original, um, allegedly you've heard of me. Uh, I am. <laughs> I have been playing a lot of Sons of the Forest, so I'm ready to get started talking about that. But uh, otherwise, how are you, near? Tell us about how you've been.
0: Oh, I've been great. I've uh, I've had a very good week. I've been having a very good couple of weeks in point of fact. Um I'm sure we'll talk about it once we get more into the banter side of things I and mean, we can just talk about how amazing my life is going and I'm sure that's all anybody on this call wants to talk about including the venerable John Warren
2: of uh, John yeah, Warren my, LLC. Yeah, my my <laughs> life right now is going really great. So Andrea's like as much as you want to talk about kind of like banter and mm-hmm. fun stuff and right. all the all the good stuff I'm up to um yeah, that's great. I uh, definitely didn't forget that this podcast was recording about 10 minutes after it was supposed to start. Uh, I definitely am not wearing my pajamas at uh, 1.20 in the afternoon. I definitely didn't have three margaritas yesterday at 3 p.m. and then fall asleep and then basically wake up at 11 and had a normal day from 11 p.m. to like 4 a.m. and then kind of slept weird and then kind of woke up at about 9 a.m. this morning and then down some coffee and then forgot I was doing anything I was going to do you today until about 10 minutes after it all happened
1: so my my partner is out of town for the week she's (laughs) like writing her book Uh and i the the day she was gone i ordered a large pizza for myself and i ate like garbage the first couple of days (laughs) i realized i can't do that anymore i used to do that when Uh, i was like living alone and single and all Mm -hmm.
2: that sure i do that now and i get like i feel sick after two Uh days yeah yeah your body Mm -hmm. was like "No, no 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 we got used to the other way no, yeah. no. Wait, did
0: you eat the whole pizza in that one night? I ate it over like two or three days. Oh.
2: Two or three okay. days. Okay, yeah, that yeah. seems okay. fine. Mean, but like that it was
1: yeah. also just like that was not the only piece of garbage I ate in that. Sure. Uh, sure, 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 so, sure. Sure. So, okay. Yes, yes, yes. okay. I don't feel good admitting this, but I got, I bought a double down for a Diablo 4 code. And I, what I should have done <laughs> is have just like... What is a double <laughs> down? <laughs>
2: That's a gun breaker. Imran, right. <laughs> <These, laughs> things don't seem that desperate for you so, right now. They seem better what for that is. you than it's this.
1: The logic was... Okay, I'm there. Like, if my if my fiance were here, Uh I would never be able to buy a double down. Need a double down. She would just like (laughs) stare at me the entire time. (laughs) Right, Uh, right. So I just like I figured, what the hell? I might as well do this. This thing is only in our back for like two weeks anyway. Yeah, it works. It works out. I took one bite and I'm like, this is the worst mistake I've ever made.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: I I don't think I had had one before. I'm like relatively bad. So that's
3: not alcohol. (laughs) <laughs> it, it might
1: as well be like like it's the same kind of poison you put in your body that your body's just I'm like I'm about to Google rejects. double
3: down yeah, yeah Andrea
2: do you know what a double down is
3: I have no idea okay. it's a gunbreaker uh, skill okay,
2: okay. a double so. down so. is <laughs> it's a gunbreaker skill <laughs> Andrea imagine if you will you go you uh-huh. go to to the colonel okay And Uh you look at the colonel and you say, I really want like a double chicken sandwich, like two fried chicken patties, like, you know, cheese, bacon, like I want all that stuff. And then Uh the colonel looks at you and hands you, um, you know, like like what you would consider to be like a burger, like two buns, all that stuff. You look at Uh the colonel and you say, throw those buns in the fucking trash. I just want – Two fried chicken patties <laughs> with all just the shit West yeah. inside mess, of it. And then you basically eat it like a little sandwich. Yeah.
1: yeah. Imagine what? a grilled cheese with bacon in it, uh-huh. but the, the bread is chicken breast. It's
2: chicken breast.
3: Oh. Yeah. So it's not even like a lettuce wrap. It's uh-uh. Just... No. no.
1: No. Get that okay. lettuce, get that
2: shit out of here.
1: <laughs> There's nothing about this that you could, like, qualify as nutrients
2: in uh-uh. any way. <laughs> no. uh uh-uh. uh
1: So, like, I I figured, okay, I'll, just, I'll Take a bite of this and do what I, I still haven't gotten that Diablo code, by the way. I assume they're going to send it in the next couple of days. But I I took a bite of it and just like my body re- rejected it so hard that I had to throw away half. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Half. Yeah. So you ate half. I took a, a, two bites. We're about half of that. So okay. you could have
3: just ordered a chicken patty and- when I say chicken breast,
1: I don't mean like it's a patty uh-huh. that like is like bread like in shape or consistency. No, just I mean a, it's a fried it's like chicken a chicken breast. It's like a KFC chicken breast without uh, like the bones inside.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Oh. Oh my god, I'm looking at it now. Okay, found yeah. <laughs> well, this makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's it's horrible.
1: It was considered a monstrosity at the time. Like yeah. it, like came out because right. it came out like ten years ago, I think. Yeah,
2: but the oh. virality of it was nuts. I mean, it was yeah. like all it was a huge talk about. It, it. it. it was yeah, the yeah, snakes yeah. on a plane of food. Yes, yeah. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then everyone I, tried it. It's like this is not a good Somehow movie slash it. food thing. Right.
0: It, yep. it came out like around the time of the like my brother, my brother and me food crimes segment. I want to say, right, mm, like it, yeah, I want to say it was like connected to that in some way or not connected to that, like directly. Right. And I'm sure that like the KFC board, the Colonel himself, Colonel Norm McDonald, did not <laughs> listen to my brother, my brother and me and come up with the idea to get like the the McElroy bump. But I think it was like, I think some of the animus for the food crime segment, which I forget what that was even called, like came out of
2: the double down.
3: Double yeah. down lore, Something wow. like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like all, like we wouldn't. I don't think we would have the Doritos Locos Taco if we didn't have the Double Down.
3: <laughs> this is good lore. Yeah. this is what we should talk about from
2: yeah. now on. I think it's yeah. pretty good. It, yeah. started, it started a wave <laughs> of food crime. I yeah, I it's
1: totally. You shouldn't get one, but like, honestly, out of morbid curiosity, it's not like a a terrible way to spend like four bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, being like, huh? This is this is a thing that should not exist.
2: <laughs> Imran, what stage of grief do you think you're in right now um, <laughs> <laughs> regarding regarding your purchase of the Double Down? Because it seems like denial, maybe, maybe bargaining, maybe, maybe bargaining, bargaining. Yeah, I mean, yeah bargaining yeah, yeah, was
1: like the Diablo code. Yeah, it like, sounds like bargaining. Oh yeah. And, so, okay, I did not realize until after I bought this thing that the Diablo thing is an open beta. Yeah, but oh, like right. the code gets you like three days earlier, which okay. I of which I will be at GDC anyway, and I'm not the oh, time right time actually. You know
2: what, Imran, keep telling, like keep keep withholding <laughs> small elements of the story and then drop them throughout the podcast until we get to the until we get to the end where where it turns out you already had Diablo Four in your account already, and you just ate a fucking double down uh. for no reason.
1: Yeah, that's a decent <laughs> chance that's possible. Like <laughs> uh, I mean I I have a blizzard press account, so it's logical that they're going to just give it to me anyway. So uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the that was part like it, I had to go at some point after that just go grocering and just like mm, get normal yeah. ass food. Go yeah, go get
2: to that get, anyway.
1: Like, I'm gonna make a lasagna and I'm gonna make some rice or jambalaya and stuff and like things that are not going to kill me. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad
1: to hear that you're not dead. Yeah. No, I yeah. I think the most dangerous thing in my life right now is if my, like, my partner leaves for longer than, like, t- five, ten days. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then I will just make the same mistakes over again. Be like, oh, well, it, that time it was just such a long different. I wasn't prepared. This time I'll be totally prepared and get – the pizza was good. I will say we that need- much. The pizza was good. It just <laughs> also cost, like, 40 bucks.
3: Yeah. We need like to- a HelloFresh partnership or something, sponsorship that oh, so we can get
1: yeah. food I gotta tell his you, I'm too anxious for HelloFresh. Too anxious because oh, like they yeah. ship me a box of food and like then my day is like decided it's, it's, I have it's to deci- um, you have
2: to do it because yeah. if you if you order one of those things and you throw shit away because it goes bad you yeah. feel it, it, it feels so much worse than going to buy groceries and that shit going bad that already yeah. feels bad but yeah. then like getting HelloFresh fresh or blue apron or something oh my god yeah i we did that for like four months and i'll never do it again i'll, I'll never yeah. do it again
0: interesting Okay.
2: Unless they want to advertise on Materia possessions, in which case. Yeah, then I'll become
1: a HelloFresh customer and my anxiety will be solved.
2: Yeah, yeah. In which case, you can use uh, coupon code Materia to get 20% (laughs) off your next box of Mm -hmm.
3: Blue Apron. Double down.
2: (laughs) Double down, yeah.
0: (laughs) I've never used Blue Apron or any of that stuff in my entire Uh life. I thought about it once, and Kat Bailey, of all people, was the one who, like, talked me out of doing it back right. at like an E3 years ago. Um, and I was having the conversation yesterday with my partner where we, we had gotten noodles. I had gotten ramen specifically and um, was eating at their place. And I was talking, they they said like, Oh yeah, yeah, the earlier today I ate this. And I was like, Oh, all I had today was coffee and a bagel. And they were like, do you ever eat food? Because it came to like, it start, started to dawn on them that they just don't see me or hear about me eating food outside of when I occasionally get food with them. And I had to think about it for a second and realize, like, not really. Like, most of my day is I get coffee in the morning and maybe uh-huh. a bagel and maybe a breakfast sandwich. And then I don't eat lunch. And then I kind of just like, don't think about eating dinner until like every day or two. Sometimes I do Uh Um, at like nine 30 at night or something like that. I will make, I will make something. I will like boil some sausages or something like that, but I don't like make food for myself very often. I just don't eat very much at all Mm. unless like somebody is like, Hey, bring me food. And I'm like, okay, I'll have food while I'm having food with you or Hey, let's go get food. And then I do that. Couldn't be me.
2: My entire existence revolves around food.
3: Yeah. I think that's you have like a snake meal where you just yeah. eat like, you know, one big meal. Let's I th- Call it snake meal. I think I saw TikTok about that and it was good.
0: I see I almost think I do the exact opposite. I think I like oh. I have like an M&M every
3: 4 hours or something like <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> I just eat like one big meal a day and I'm good. You know, like, I I like skip breakfast, one giant eat like meal. a
1: pretty solid lunch and then like I probably eat way more dinner than I should, but I I eat, like a big dinner.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's me.
1: Mm-mm. And then which is why I'm also like I don't need breakfast because I don't need to eat until like 12 p.m. the next day.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you know what we are eating good on these days? new <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> video games. So good. <laughs> eating good, it's feel good food.
3: Now I'm hungry.
0: Is that the good. slogan? Feel good food?
3: Feel what? good for what? for what?
0: Feel good food? No, that's not real. Uh, Comfort except, food? No, there's like, it's good oh, it's Good, good mood mood food. food. Yeah, What's that's that? what you're
2: thinking. I don't remember, but I know what you mean. It's a slogan for someone. Well- it's ours now. <laughs> it's ours now. <laughs> We're the first ones to think of that. This We're the first copy list, like Podcasts it. are like mailing a sealed envelope to yourself that Did, you, come at you us. have like proof. Come at us, Wendy's <laughs> or someone. I don't remember who you are, but. I don't remember who it is. Like come and This is how little it. I think about food.
1: Has yeah. anyone ever seen an Arby's being built in the last like Ten years,
2: I
3: have. I have an Arby horror story. Okay, no, oh, yeah. I
2: Arby's oh. horror story. Go ahead, Andrea. Please. Actually, it's not
3: really a horror story. Uh, but whenever I was seventeen and got my first car. Um, I started to go to an Arby's because oh. I saw like, it was like, you can buy, I don't know, like a bajillion items for like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so me and this like high school group of girls oh. planning to watch Naruto all pile into this car. Oh my and God. I yeah. pull out of the driveway and immediately wreck. And to oh, this day, no. I will not go to an Arby's. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> Arby's no. is
1: for you. I like oh, that you're not no. blaming
3: Naruto.
2: You're blaming Arby's.
3: <laughs> I'm blaming Arby's. I'm so mad at Arby's. <laughs> Arby's <laughs> in
0: the fall.
2: Big beef, is, big beef and cheddar had way more to to do is your the than naruto did yeah yeah exactly. i mean if you would
0: just stay at home and watch naruto in fact exactly. naruto was trying to save you much like mm-hmm. they lured me does out in the show
3: right so i should have naruto run my ass to the arby's instead of yeah, yeah. Um, always
0: walk your yeah, arby's and don't drive yeah <laughs> Arby, is. It, are we all arby's
2: are we all arby's are all of us <laughs> we, are we are all arby's Not i mean are yeah. juniors Oh no! Um, I don't think I've oh. ever eaten at a Carl's Jr. No Carlos way. Carl's Jr. Like I
1: don't know. I w- I will eat there if like it is an option nearby, but like it's not good. It's 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 feel bad food. It's bad mood food. Bad, but it's the same thing, food.
0: isn't it? Oh, Are those thought- related?
1: No. Oh.
0: Oh, what's our? Oh. I thought Arby's had a different name somewhere.
1: No, no, our, no. Arby's, is just, Arby's is the roast beef. They're the we
2: have the meat people. Yeah, we, we oh, have oh. the
0: meat. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Hardee's. Yeah, oh. yeah, you're thinking of Hardee's. Yeah, you're thinking
2: of Hardee's Curls Jr., which I, so, I don't, yeah.
0: We were a Hardee's place, uh, like Fargo, North Dakota is a Hardee's place. Got well,
2: it. we're not any
3: kind oh. of
0: place now because I think all the Hardee's around here have closed down. Mm.
3: Y'all have burgers. Oh, no, well, I don't think no. so. Well, Not yeah, here, well, we
2: we do think. here in our, in Arkansas. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's a southern thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the farthest west they go is, I think, Phoenix.
3: They have huge cups. I put they wine do. in them sometimes. You,
2: nice. That's a good, <laughs> good use. I mean, like, the thing is, the nothing can
1: beat the Midwest for, like, burger chains. Right. Oh, yeah, we've got some fucking bangers up
2: here, for sure.
1: Like, a They'll Freddy's is usually better than, like, most everything else you're going to find in this, like... In California I, or Georgia.
2: I had not eaten at a Freddy's until I moved to Fayetteville, and it's really good. Yes, it's I really, is. really good. I someone was like, try it. You might like it more than Whataburger. And I was like, get that, get that, get the name Whataburger out of your mouth. <laughs> and, then, and then I tried Freddy's and I was like, ah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I yeah. I will also just straight up like
0: trade basically anything anywhere else for like the diner culture here in terms of like got it for bur- places that have burgers and stuff like that. Like if I'm uh-huh. just going to like, rather than go to a chain up here, I'm just going to the frying pan, which is like a, a place that has like one location up here and it's run by uh-huh. an old lady who uh, yeah. is great and serves me burgers at one thirty-five AM after I've gone to the barcade. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't, we had Waffle but- Houses in Georgia
1: and by like Waffle House, I mean like three hundred near oh, you.
2: So many, yeah. There's so yeah. many,
1: and like they're all exactly the same. They've never improved the Waffle House in any way whatsoever. They changed the logo and made the sign look cleaner, and that's it. But like, if you go into a Waffle House, it is always the exact same experience. Of here's a lady who is in like her fifties to sixties, who by eight AM is already done with your shit. Just you tell her the order, and then like a guy with like prison tattoos is like smoking while cooking an egg, and like that's your breakfast. Yeah. That is yeah. the food we're getting. Yeah.
3: I love Waffle House.
1: We do not have a diner culture in San Francisco, which is we we have Mel's Diner, which is garbage uh and overly expensive, but it like also for some reason a big tourist spot for people that I do not understand. Huh. Weird. What's
3: the thing you drive into considered? Is that not a diner? The you know, like a Sonic. Into, what like, is Sonic? That? Oh, okay. I, I. Is, that's, is a drive a, in? that's a drive-in. That's a drive-in diner. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's like a drive-in diner. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I've only had Sonic once in my life. Uh, it's gross.
1: It was cold, but like I, we were so we are paying back Michael Hyam and Blessing for watching our cats. So we were, drove them across the bay to a
2: Sonic. Right, because if you're in California, the Sonics are on the fucking. This is this is, this is for real. The Sonics oh, is are it? on the periphery of major cities in California. Yeah, they're not in major cities in California, oh. but they're on. They're weirdly on the periphery. And It's the same in good? Los Angeles. It's very funny. Yeah.
1: We had to drive them like across, like literally across a bridge to yeah. get to it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For like, I we we're paying for the obviously we we're paying for their lunches because it was a thank you for taking care of the cats. Sure. It, like lunch when we we went ham on these on all these orders, lunch for like four people was like fifty bucks. Yeah, and it was a a lot of food. My sandwich was mm-hmm. cold, but whatever. And then like five hot dogs per person. So, it was a lot, like so much. Like <laughs> I can easily understand Damn. why everyone
0: like goes there
1: for sure. drunk food. See, oh, yeah, I yeah.
0: can't. I can't. I love a hot dog. I can't abide hot dog plus other real food like big meal hot dog is is I'm walking around drunk downtown at night and there's a guy with a little stand that is like saying hot dogs over here and I go and eat a hot dog or I'm eating a hot dog at an AEW show or something like that or a movie theater or whatever right. I don't, the the hot dog like I've had a bunch of burgers and fries and other things and now I'm going to get a hot dog as this strange sort of meat and bun dessert I have never understood
3: they have tater tots.
0: Yeah, ta- the tater tots are really
3: good. I, <laughs> yeah. I love tots. Okay. I eat like a toddler. So Yeah. I, I
1: went to an AEW show. I went to three AEW shows like two weeks ago. Oh, fun. wow. Oh, yeah. Because
2: yeah. they do those like three-day stays when there's like a big pay-per-view in town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's cool.
1: I don't know that they'll ever come to like San Francisco again for that long. But it was, right. it was a fun experience. Yeah. Uh, mm. Also crowd is very like it's nice to have like a live crowd around you surprisingly sexist during like the uh the women's oh. matches oh sure
2: oh my gosh wow. yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's just how live wrestling audiences are unfortunately in we a lot did. of places
0: nikki and i when we went into in queens we did not have that issue that's it people
2: were like way
0: into um the the women's matches when i was there it's also they pretty into different jimmy t- hater
1: alone and that's it oh, oh. Yeah,
3: yeah no one well,
0: else I, yeah Hard to argue
1: Did you about. see any good signs? <laughs> was that?
3: Did you see any good signs? Oh, it's just uh, you sign
1: on. So on the rampage, there was a guy with a sign that said San Francisco, and <laughs> somehow between in the like two days between the Friday rampage and the Sunday pay view, that phrase permeated, and there were like people. There was merch table like set, handing out signs that said San Francisco. There was a chant for. Us. <laughs> Okay, I just realized, Andrea, you don't know anything about AEW, so... <laughs> I don't, but I have a lot
3: of good just wrestling yeah, yeah, stories. I had co- a WWF phase, so...
2: Oh, you did? Okay. Just <laughs> yeah. cold, cold exposing Andrea to the sizzling discourse <laughs> I is like, one, of, you know is the one of the fucking away, funniest though. things I I mean, I, I know, can know can imagine.
3: the word and uh, yeah. the terminology, but... Right, 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 right.
1: So there's this tag team called the Acclaimed. Yes. At okay. one point, one of them... did an an A with their fingers, like the upside down, like just uh, index and middle finger and Uh to like show it or make their their logo to the other one. And the the other one, Max Bowen, misinterpreted this as a scissor and like met the other one with his like crossed finger or uncrossed fingers and they scissored, quote unquote. Oh my (laughs) God. And that became their theme of like telling people to scissor them. And that was, it got over in a way that like you wouldn't possibly believe to the point where they became tag team champions because they were so popular.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, basically single-handedly changed the way the entire story around tag team wrestling and AEW is booked for like <laughs> a year, like legitimately. Um, mm-hmm. And so everyone just says like, scissor me daddy ass and stuff like that to each other, yeah. which is just I, like- I wore a scissor me daddy ass shirt. It's to, a great, like, it's interview. a great phrase. Um, yeah. But yeah, so scissoring became like a the language of- uh, Tag team wrestling at this, (laughs) uh, at this, at this venue, which is very. Like, I just, I love the increasing number of things. Like, sometimes you think about, like, how long would it take to explain something to my parents? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, like this morning I was having, like, a big, long think about, like, how long it would take me to explain Jesse Singal and, like, him getting violated <laughs> offline. Like, how long that would take me to, like, explain to my parents. I also think, like, the scissoring thing would take a really long time and go to some scary places to try to explain that to my parents. But... Yeah, but yeah, this yeah scissoring anyway scissor yeah. scissor for Cisco. So incredible video okay. games. We video all games. love. Yeah. Them. You know what? We can talk about video games if you want. <laughs> yeah, I think fun. I interrupted oh. originally with a point
0: about how no RBs are being made anymore. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's the, that's what how that we class? got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, you know what are being made right now is, like, video games. Video games just keep on coming out during this they time do. of year, especially since, like, we come out of 2022, which was sort of infamously a uh, dry spell uh, for games that just got pushed and pushed and pushed, and now all yeah. the stuff that got delayed from last year is coming out now, uh, including, and then on top of that, there's just, like, stuff coming out of early access left and right, uh, it seems, all of the time. Uh, and so... I think I've been playing a f- just a truckload of stuff. I don't know about the rest of you. Mm. Uh, Imran, what have you been playing? I have been playing...
1: So I did briefly play Octopath Traveler, which mm. uh, I've mostly just been watching my partner play, and it, it seems very good. Uh, I can't really speak to, like, much of it because I haven't had the controller in my hands th- that much, but that game seems to like... It, they realize all the problems with the, the Octopath Traveler 2. They realize all the problems with the first game, yeah. but... And didn't want to completely change the structure, sure. but they fixed most of them. So, like, the first game's problems mm-hmm. were, I don't know how, did any of you play
2: the first game? Yeah, yeah I did. I, did. I, did. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, I, I didn't like it either, it. Andrea. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah I, I, I was like, everything about it, like, pulled me to it. Uh, and then I kept going through the story and I was like, this is the same damn thing yeah. over and over.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it is that it's the thing of you go to a new town, uh-huh. you meet somebody that's like, hey, do you want to go see their backstory? And for like an hour or so, you see their backstory. And then, like, new chapters, you go to new parts of the thing. Like, oh, for level 35 people, you can go see this new person's stuff, like chapter or whatever. Right. Uh, the problem with that first game is that nobody ever really interacted and they didn't like have if you That's went to uh the dancer chapter, the knight wouldn't really say anything about it, right. despite him maybe having some things right. that logically would make sense to say about that. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. didn't fix that here. What they did no. do uh is when when you finish two people's chapters, you get what is a cross pe- or cross chapter where you, the characters do interact uh usually together on like some quest. So you have like their ba- their actual throughline story, but also <clears throat> they have st- like their side stories as well where right. they do talk to each other. They have little skits where they talk to each other too. So when you do go through someone's like uh you go through Pietro who is like a cowboy businessman and one of his chapters is about uh like discovering the steam engine. And trying to figure out a way how to monetize that. Mm. And Ass. one of the he, – he's a capitalist, basically. He's, he's a capitalist that is trying to monetize things but also make sure that everyone gets a share in the profits, that everyone right. works for him. So okay. he's a quote-unquote good capitalist. So anyway, he's like, he's running a co-op. Yes, Mm. He he is running a co-op, but, like, really loves money. Uh, (laughs) Another character is, like, Hikari, who is a prince from a warrior kingdom that is, like, essentially ancient Japan. And he is, like, he was, I don't want to, like, spoil his story, but, like, he has exiled from the kingdom in some way. It has to, like, basically raise an army and come back. Mm. And... He, during this uh, steam engine chapter, there's a little skit that goes, hey, there's a, or Hikari is saying, there's a guy named Benke who is in my town who is, like, extremely strong. Is this steam engine stronger than Benke? And Pietro says, he's stronger than, like, a lot of Benke's. And Hikari's like, so, like, five Benke's? No, like, ten Benke's. And Hikari's just like, Fucking floored, and like it's it's cute little things like that that aren't a replacement for like a main RPG party, but they have mm-hmm. clearly learned a lesson to kind of increase these uh these interactions and make them work better. Interesting. And like, I I saw Jason Schreier say this is the best JRPG he's play, ever played. I don't, I don't know I don't that I ever go I've, that far.
2: That's that's wild to me. Yeah, I saw, like, I saw that. I played I played a little bit of, of two. It is better than one, but I I, I have to say. I, listen, I know eight is a greater number than three, so like this comparison is not a, a, a completely apt one. But uh, Sweet Code and Three did this like a <laughs> long time ago, and they did it better than Octopath Traveler does. Like yeah. they do a better job of intersecting these characters' paths and making a coherent story and and kind of being an impressive web to to weave. And to me, both Octopath Traveler games have been weirdly short like that feels like it should be the payoff right when you're told about what this game is or this this franchise is i think in your head going into it you're like this is all going to come together in a really satisfying way i don't know if these do that um yeah which is That's like kind of weird yeah it's kind of yeah. a weird vibe but i think a two lot is better gonna, than one for sure yeah
1: a lot of people are going to come for, to this from live alive and by a lot of people i mean like sure a couple from right. who who played Live Alive. Right. But like they're gonna think something similar is going to happen. Uh-huh. Which it might it might it all might. come together in a big way at the end. Yeah. Like they did they did clearly take feedback. Yes. It's just I don't think the game that Octopath is trying to be structure wise is the same game that like Octopath or even like Wild Hearts 3. Or was it Wild Hearts I'm thinking of? Not Wild Hearts. Wild Arms. Wild, yeah. Wild Arms, Arms yeah. Three mm. is like I didn't play that. Like it I should have played Live Alive. You should did you play that in mind? I did. It's I liked it a lot. I, I played okay. it, I played the SNES game and I watched my partner play the Switch remake, which is almost identical in nearly every way, except mm-hmm. like graphics. They cover the music and uh, there's like an extra final boss at the end of the the Switch version,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which okay. like when you th- it's actually a weirdly circuitous thing because or, or it's kind of a snake eating its own tail kind of thing, where the original Live Alive was the inspiration for Undertale. Then you play the remake and the new boss is just straight up just Undertale. Okay. And like, so if you like Undertale, you probably will just like go back and like Live Alive.
3: Okay. Yeah. No, I feel like even just for, if I don't even like it. I'd, like a thing that I have to play. I don't know. Like being in the this space, it seems like a, a must thing. So. Well,
2: yeah. you don't have to. You on the list. You definitely don't have to play it, but I'm not going <laughs> to make you, Andrea.
3: Yeah. <laughs> make me play it. Or I'll never
2: play it. Keep playing Final <laughs>
3: Fantasy XIV. Okay, so somebody's right, got to make you play it. Yeah. Thank you. Homework.
1: All these people you do not work for anymore are telling.
3: Yeah. Me <laughs> you. That. We're all
2: we're all really judging you. In fact, Jason Schreier <laughs> said he's going to call in 15 <laughs> seconds and quiz you on all the JRPGs. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh The other game I've been playing is
1: Wolong. Uh, mm, Wolong Wol- Wol- Dynasty. Wol-
0: Dynasty. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, a game that is impossible to Google things for, because every time I Google like "whoa long best weapon," it like it actually Google's how long is the best weapon, which is not what I that's,
2: meant. Yeah, that's not
1: what you meant. Oh,
2: weird. Wow. Weird. wow! Wow! <laughs> oh, that sucks.
1: Huh. Which is like funny, funny. Uh, I want to say. Orientalism. I was about to
2: say Google (laughs) anti-Chinese.
1: Yeah. That game. So this is the spiritual successor to Neo, I guess. Is it weird to have a spiritual successor to a game that only came out a couple of years ago?
0: I mean, I, I don't think it's that weird. Like, I think you kind of see this coming, this sort of thing happening more and more often as like, you know, people like take inspiration from different games in more direct ways. But also it's like the same. It's, it's Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, like, it's the exact yeah. same developer. It's a Team Ninja game. Okay. It is yeah. <laughs> I
1: think maybe the better like comparison is that this is the Sekiro to uh Neo's Dark Souls. Sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it is a very perry-heavy uh action battle system that is like souls-like in some ways, but not entirely. It's souls-like in that if you get in a batch
0: are in a battle
1: with more than three people, you were just going to die. Mm-hmm. there's like the, uh, no good
0: way around it. The attack buttons are on the face buttons. So yep. this is definitely not a uh, souls like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's, I the, did for the, Neo, the cha- I for Neo changed them to the
1: shoulder buttons. Oh really? Cause I, at that time I just couldn't get used to it. But this time I've left them on the, the, the face buttons. I, I don't know how to feel about this game. I think it is good and I keep playing it, mm-hmm. but like there's parts where I get to, and I just say, wow, this fucking game sucks. And that like sometimes that's at a, at a frustration and sometimes that of like anti-frustration of like this, the pacing is just completely off. And sometimes it's just, you get completely screwed by a thing that did not make sense for you to screw. Uh huh. So near you're playing this, John,
2: you were also playing it. Yeah. How yeah. far are you? Not very, I, I, I beat the first boss and I'm just like into kind of the first area after kind of what I would say is the prologue of the game. Um, That first boss fight is tough. Although I definitely did not have as hard of a time with it as a lot of people online Mm -hmm. um, seem to have had. Um, I can already tell it's like I I think you were going into this expecting a level of like sophistication in design and exploration as like a Souls game. I think you will be disappointed by that. Um, But I I also think like this game feels a little fun and more forgiving than some of the FromSoft games. Uh feels a little more forgiving than Neo did to me, although I'm not that far. Neo is
0: hard. Neo, Neo is yeah. really hard. Neo one is really,
2: really hard. Really Neo hard two is easier, opens up things a little bit. Yeah.
0: So
1: Neo two has the same problem this game does, where like sometimes you'll just blast through stuff yeah. but then you'll get to a boss that is like impossible and mm-hmm. then the next boss is incredibly easy and yeah. like this this game has that sure. same kind of pacing where you so you you guys know that the the game is basically like ancient
0: chi- china dynasty.
1: it has the same character character models as Dynasty Warriors yes. right. yeah right it's mm-hmm. it's
0: the yellow this game opens with the yellow turban rebellion uh like Lu Bu is in it, that sort of uh-huh. thing. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. the Romance of the Three Kingdoms era, for sure. So
1: that's the thing. When you get to Lu Bu, he is one of the top three hardest souls fight, souls-like fights mm. I have ever had. Oh wow. It it took me, I want to say trying like from about 7 p.m. to 1.30 before I gave up. Oh, and then shit. had to come back like the next morning, and then I beat him in like three tries. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's that was the one where if you don't understand how the game battle system works, you are just never going to get through it. And the game battle system works in a way that I don't think in, is entirely intended because it works in you hold guard and you sit there and you try and block what or try and parry what you can and block the rest mm-hmm. and then wait for those critical arts. And if you don't hit those critical arts perfectly, then you're going to just like lose 75% of your life bar and probably die in the next hit. And I think they want you to, like, do slashes occasionally and, like, really mix it up. But there's no reason to because you can't cancel out of those into a parry. So you just sit there and you parry the critical arts until you build up their stamina bar and then you do, like, a major damage and just keep doing that until they die. So each fight, each boss fight takes, like, 20 minutes to do this except for the very easy ones. Cause the one after Lubu took me two tries and wow. the only reason it took me two tries is because the first one I was so baffled at how incomplete and easy this seemed that I thought I must've been missing something <sighs> and let myself
0: get killed. So I I genuinely think this comes back to like this is something that Team Ninja has I think struggled with in way like going all the way back to like Ninja Gaiden one and like especially Ninja Gaiden two like the the three D ones not the like yeah 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 obviously the Super old NES ones, right yeah. But, like, and people just kind of, like, people who are super, super into those games don't talk about it and don't notice it because, like, they're super, super into those games and they kind of know what to expect or whatever. And, like, people uh-huh. haven't really wrangled with this. But, like, if you think back, like, to Ninja Gaiden 2, remember that Armadillo boss? Did any of you play Ninja Gaiden 2?
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't no. really remember them, to be honest, but I definitely played them and beat them. The
0: There's, Armadillo was the one after
1: the plane where in the plane they're announcing. Oh, it was a yeah, 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 yeah. They're like. Unleash the armadillo, and you're
2: like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a yeah, the okay, literal yeah. giant armadillo. Yes, yeah, thanks, thanks for the plane reminder. That that jogged it.
0: And then that boss—spoilers for a game from like 2007 or whatever the fuck—but the and that boss, um like when you kill it, it plays a cutscene where it like explodes. It's the nuclear armadillo is the name of the boss, uh-huh. and it explodes yeah. in a nuclear explosion in a cutscene. If you don't hold block during the cutscene, you die to the explosion in the cutscene. You have to hold block during that whole section. (laughs) That is not even the most fucked
1: up part of that, is that later in the game, I think in the last level, you face two of those armadillos at once. Mm -hmm. The first one doesn't explode. The second one does. So
0: funny. Oh my god. And like... So I think these games, and I think Wolong also has this thing of just like, uh, there's a lot of bosses where it's like, if you see the trick immediately, it's like, oh, this is a breeze, this is whatever. But then sometimes you won't see the trick, or sometimes the game is worse at sharing the trick with you. And so a lot of what I see about people saying about Wolong is like, oh, there's a trick to XYZ boss fight, but the game telegraphs it in a way that is completely bonkers because it's like there's some mm-hmm. guys fighting in the background of a scene and you need to watch the animations of those guys while you're also fighting a boss and probably not even able to pay attention to the background anyway and that's how you learn how to do this fight Hmm. Jeez.
3: yeah Are you need be playing I, this on pc
1: sorry i'm i'm playing on xbox because it's a
2: game, cool. pass, game pass game yeah it's yeah. a game pass okay. so I, i'm also playing on xbox
3: is it not on Steam? I thought that maybe it is. On, it it is. Sense. It's, it's oh, okay, there. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I, I just remember because I was looking at it and it looks kind of pretty. Uh, it is very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't play a lot of action games, but this does look good. But uh, didn't this game have like some big PC performance issue? Did I make that up? I Wild I made up.
0: Hearts had, I mean, the, this game probably
1: also maybe has a, it's, awesome. it's also Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Mm. It has like a stutter, I think. Like, I think it's the same problem Neo had that they just never fixed with Neo.
3: Oh, okay. I know okay. It
1: had, yeah, Which also I know it has had the same some, problem.
0: Well, it has.
2: It also had some issues on Steam Deck, but it's. I think Valve specifically went in and helped patch some stuff to make it run better on
3: Steam Deck. I haven't tried playing like an action game on the Steam Deck.
2: It's Just, not. It's not know. the best. <laughs> like, but yeah, but it's it's all kind of impressive. It's impressive to play yeah. Elden Ring, although I don't think I would ever see myself like beating Elden Ring on a yeah. Steam Deck.
1: Yeah. I put right. the RE4 demo on there and tried playing that. Uh, really? It's neat to see like a full ass console a game. game, like mm. modern yeah. console game, on there. But also that game was just too dark to play on a yeah. Steam Deck, yeah. right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I what Long I think is. I don't think it's as good as Neo. I think like it's more accessible mm. in some ways, but also like there's a there's a handful of very very cool ideas. Like there's a level that is a a city on fire, and throughout the level you just keep hearing like the the enemy has detected you sound, but you like look around and you don't see anybody. And then you get up you finally get on top of a building and like across the city you see this like giant dragon thing with like a weird one-eyed head mm. looking at you. Mm. And, like, that is what is making that enemy detected sound. That stuff is be... so cool. Yeah. When, when yeah. you do get close to it, it starts like doing lightning magic on you. I should maybe go back to that level and see if I can kill that thing. That's kind of cool. But, like, <laughs> but it's, it's neat that it has like ideas like that. But then it, like, sometimes they'll just put you in, all right, here's just a big open area. Yeah. Do whatever. And the game doesn't, I think, have very good level design in general because what they want you to do is you have a morale level. And that morale level goes up when you kill enemies. It caps at 25, I think. Uh, And you you can raise the minimum. Like, every time you die, you get, like, this minimum back. Every time you find a flag or, like, a battle flag or, like, a minor flag. So... The game is essentially about going through these areas and finding all these things, so that when you get to a boss who is usually at twenty, you can meet them evenly. Because if they are above you, they hit you harder. If you are even with them, it is even. And if you are like above them, you hit them harder, and they like do wet- less damage to you. So the game is about going through, not avoiding any fights, going like finding what these what these flags are, and trying not to die in the process. Which I think is an interesting idea. It's a way to solve for the more open areas that like just letting people run straight to the boss, but it gets repetitive. And sometimes I'll get to the end of a level, realize I'm at a hard, hard boss who is like at morale 20 and I'm at 18, which means I am missing two flags from somewhere. And I don't want to go back through an entire level with enemies all repopped to mm. try and find these damn things just
0: to make this boss a little easier. I definitely agree that it's it's rough around the edges, but it is also like especially between this and like uh, Wild Hearts coming out the way like that it did recently. Which I guess Wild Hearts is weird because like that's actually that's Omega Force made that, but like yes. Koei Tecmo was do they not own a piece of Omega Force or they they I do I want to say it's a it's a
1: separate studio, but it's like Nintendo and Intelligent Systems like they don't
0: make games for anyone else. I should look this up. Okay, Go yeah, ahead. they are a division of Koei Tecmo. So which is just this weird thing because like they put out Wild Hearts, but EA published that and Koei Tecmo just didn't put that out here. Um it's wild, but that's the thing about like that is so weird about like and interesting to me about Koei Tecmo is like they just keep making those Fire Emblem Heroes and Hyrule Warriors games and Dynasty Warriors obviously and stuff like that and keep cashing those checks and they just seem to like use that money to just like keep making weird shit and like experimenting with like genres and stuff like that that other people are already doing stuff in but like taking their own spin on it and doing interesting things and that seems to kind of be their specialty is just like we're just going to take a like we're going to take this other genre that we really love that nobody else is really doing anything super high budget or interesting with we're going to take all this Um, Nintendo money and go over here and spend it on this and they keep putting out these like really interesting games as a result of it and you support even like games like you know interesting RPGs like the Atelier games and stuff like that they they publish those and even taking their own spins on their own genres of, like, the Hyrule Warriors games. Like, Persona 5 Strikers is technically a Musou game, but they're trying a bunch of weird and interesting things. Like, Stranger of Paradise is so bizarre. Rolong is so bizarre. They keep put like, especially in the last, like, two years or so, they've just put out, like, some of my favorite, like, double A games, you know, like, in that middle range that you just don't see anybody else doing anymore. Yeah. yeah because it's just too expensive like game development at a certain point, because after the rise of HD and especially after the rise of 4k game development just became too expensive for people to take risks on. So that's why you see big publishers making fewer and fewer games for bigger and bigger budgets because they need to make sure that those games hit and they can't afford to put out games that aren't going to hit. And like Koei Tecmo has kind of like backed, up and like back themselves up into this weird sort of business model where where they are able to do that and also continue to do it. And like they could just as easily kind of go a more conservative route. I think Capcom has kind of gone that way a little bit too, where Capcom took a a couple of big swings. Those big swings paid off, but they've also gotten kind of like, okay, now we're going to really kind of dial things back and make sure and just focus on what works for a little while between Mm -hmm. remakes and, you know, Monster Hunter and HD remasters and all that. Like
3: Capcom is a very
0: conservative company now. Yeah, yeah, Mm.
3: yeah.
0: For
1: sure. This
3: year Square Enix was like, well, last year I guess, uh, was publishing all those like kind of random one-off games and I know they didn't really a really fair, uh, they marketing really cycle or anything.
1: 16 yeah. games, in, <laughs> yeah. in the at least a of lot that. of games. I, thought, I okay, don't and think and that it, number is like fake. I think it is actually
3: 16, and, and, right? And, and, apparently, and, it,
1: and apparently, none of them did well, according no. to yeah, play.
3: but some yeah, of they are really cool. of them are really
1: cool. Yeah, it just So it sucks. has like no American like branch anymore, like it is right. like five people, right. and I yeah. think. That's part of why, but also I think they just become really cheap about marketing things.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have wanna, an NFT game. Yeah, nice. Um,
1: I was going like, to make fun of the NFT game at some point, and let's s- do it. Now. But I don't know what we can say <laughs> that is not like as good at just linking those tweets. Yeah, yeah. The whatever the are, fuck that thing is if, if, just folks if
0: you haven't looked up this game Symbiogenesis is what it's called not to yeah. get free advertising uh-huh. but like looking up the the tweet thread that they put out yesterday as of when we're recording this of all the different characters like I assume this is some kind of gotcha game because the like oh, please, where is this thread because they're talking about like how there's like millions of different characters you can get and like it's all just the same identically generated AI created like character faces with the same hat like photoshopped over certain characters heads, even in the official art showing some of the, like the hats are so like, obviously photoshopped on or ai generated on to like just make very different like very very slight di- variations on the characters that they're like in the official key art for this game there are characters wearing hats where you can see that they have hair under the hat that is like sticking out from the side like the like mm-hmm. imagine if you photoshopped a hat onto an anime character with spiky hair but and the spiky hair
3: was still <laughs> like visible through the hat yeah. or this is gaia online they th- th- isn't that the forum that i used to when I was little, where you got, like, where the hats and crap, wow. this is literally, like, what that looks like. Oh, yeah. This oh looks God. like Gaia. Like, yeah. ugly Gaia. That's
2: incredible. Oh, I wouldn't have that's thought free. about that in a million years. But, <laughs> like, it's it's so clearly, it's
1: obviously made by a computer. And right. then, mm-hmm. like, you, they had a human go, oh, shit, all these people have six fingers. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. And, like, shade yeah. over them in a way yeah. that is just, like, oh, it... It, it looks like shit. I mean, it's, it looks terrible. Yeah. Like, they want NFTs to be a big part of their business model. Like, honestly, probably the reason Masada got shown the door is they want the new person in charge to, like, really push the NFT space. Why not put more work into it? Why not have, like,
0: an NFT game that has the same resources as FF7 Remake or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I, it, it feels to me like the same thing that we saw with like the Ubisoft Quartz thing like uh, in Ghost Recon a little while ago, which is like, people at the top are like, we really have to put a lot of time and effort into this, but like good luck getting people who actually know how to draw and paint and make good video games to get excited about that stuff. Like the the vast majority of the people who are excited about that stuff are people who are like legitimately against the idea of like that, that people should be artists, that artists should exist, that artists should be, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, those are the same people that are like, oh, well, if we just make AI generated art, we never have to rely on artists ever again. And so like right. artists in this space are just like, fuck yourself. That's why you have in the key art for this game. And my other favorite one of these things is uh The one of the I think the clearest signs that they forgot to like Photoshop off um, with the that that this whole thing is just AI generated art is like there's a character wearing a hat who has like a who's also wearing headphones that are like melting into the hat on one side of their head.
2: (laughs) It's so weird. It's like a fucking Escher painting trying to figure out where the the hair and the hat and the headphones basically begin and end. Yeah. So my favorite thing
1: about this game, not to just like keep talking about it, is that they so every character is their own NFT, which is like the entire point of this thing. Is they gotcha for, but you own the character. Sure, but you can buy a replica NFT of that character, which essentially makes it not an NFT. <sighs> that makes right. it fungible.
2: A, a re- yeah, that's uh, incredible. Yep.
1: God, uh, even even when they're trying to be like. They can't resist the siren call of more money. Right. But no one's going to play this because it looks like shit. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Anyway, Andrea. (laughs) Not NFTs. You're not an NFT. And I'm sure you've been playing some stuff that does not look like
3: shit. Uh, I mean, it looks kind of wonky, but it's still a lot of fun. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Sons of the Forest. Oh, Um, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't know give you me can a be...
1: top level what is so, cuz I see people talk about this game and mm-hmm. just by the name I'm going to assume a survival game.
3: Yes, you okay. are correct. It is a survival game um based uh, it's the sequel to The Forest and I think The Forest was like among the earliest early access games. It was a big it was a
0: big early hit for both early access and like survival games that like popped off on YouTube uh-huh. and stuff.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember
0: watching videos of people punching trees.
3: Yeah, I remember, I remember a Kotaku article a long time ago that was like, the AI watches me and like remembers to come back and knows uh-huh. where I've set up camp and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, so I really liked The Forest. I played it like a million times with a bunch of friends. Um, but essentially, kind of similar premise, just like a lot of upgraded features. But in Sons of the Forest, you are uh, thrown onto this island after a plane crash, and you're trying to find a lost billionaire? Uh, Why do we want to find him? I don't know why.
2: Uh, Andrea, that's been the thing that stood out to me the most since I uh I heard that you've been playing this. I was like, oh, what's like the vibe of this game? And I read read that that was it's like you're there to find a billionaire and bring him home. And I'm like, uh, "Uh, do I want to do that? Do I want to engage
3: with this? You know, Uh
1: reverse most dangerous game like you're hunting the billionaire, but
3: to save him. That's what I mean, I hope I'm hunting the billionaire. You can I, leave right. it
0: there. I assume you're like, it's like a Jurassic Park 3 type yeah, situation, right? Yeah, something Where you're like, like You're that. a mercenary who's been hired by this guy. Yeah. And I bet by the end of it, it turns out like, oh, actually, that guy was up to some bad stuff. And now we're discovering the weird shit that he did in this forest right, or
2: whatever. Because right. Right.
3: the forest is pretty old, I guess, at this point. Uh, so, Skip, I guess, if you care too much about forest spoilers... But in the original one, um, you look for your son because you both are on this plane crash and all this like wild shit happens. Um, your son is kidnapped by cannibals and then you have to like make all these decisions about like whether or not you end up saving him in the end. Um, because if you do okay. save him.
1: Okay, tell me the stakes there. Like what is the mm-hmm. what is the argument for not saving your son from cannibals?
3: So um, they, he does die, I think. It's been a long time since I've. Played it i think regardless of what happens he dies Interesting. um so ultimately <laughs> you have to sacrifice another child to get your son back damn um and so it perpetuates like a cycle of violence uh i guess is the thing also um so to, hmm? to clarify
0: also like it's not just like cannibals in a, in a forest it's like these are like the Descent mutants. Like, you know, yeah, the, the yeah. weird like bat creature people from like the Descent movie. Yeah, they definitely have problems. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, like, People they're, with they're multiple they're... arms and things like that growing out of them in the in sense of the forest.
3: Yeah, some of them are just like grotesque and not even really humanoid. Uh, they're just like piles of goop and bones and stuff. Um, if you go down in the caves. But anyway, yeah, so it's like if you make the sacrifice your son comes back. Uh, if you don't, then you in the cycle of violence and your kid's gone forever. Uh, we could start like a Last of Us discourse, I guess, on this too. So, um, but <laughs> that's like, uh, so in the forest too, I think that they kind of like hint that there's something like supernatural otherwise going on there. I don't really remember, but in Sons of the Forest, it's still an early access, but it looks like there is like some kind of element maybe of like other dimensions or something. And so that's why all of this stuff is here. Um, and then you find like all these creepy labs and things like that. Um, but we don't really know, I guess the story beyond that, or at least I don't, and I've played like 30, 40 hours of it at this point in early access. And I still don't have like quite a grasp of what's going on, uh, but it's clear, like people are being experimented on and, and all this other um, stuff. That's totally kosher and fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's going in that same route uh, to say that someone has to be sacrificed, yada, yada, yada. Because you find a lot of people who every indication points that they were once, like, average people. Mm. And now they're, like, they've
2: mutated been, They've David Island and of stuff. Dr. Marode. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay.
3: Um, but, yeah, it's, like, all the usual survival horror stuff. Um, the AI is pretty smart, so it, like can climb over your defenses and like find clever ways in and that right. kind of a lot of the fun in it. And whenever they discover your, your camp, you're no longer safe because they'll go back and get friends um, and all this other stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's still kind of a, a traditional survival horror game. It's just really intricate. And I,
2: I really like it. It's, it's oh. had some pretty compelling TikToks. tocks. Um, really? Yeah. So, the one I saw, and this is actually the first time I'd ever heard of it before um, mm-hmm. I, I heard you and you were, were, were thinking about playing it. Um, Uh, it's just like, you know, some guy, some YouTube sounding dude, like, Uh oh, hey, yeah, we got to go, we got to get some more wood and, uh, (laughs) uh, whatever. And, you know, I'm already kind of like glazing over. I'm like, okay, this is a survival Mm. game, whatever. But as he turns to the structure to add wood to this, like what looks like it's going to be a house, you see as he's turning something like really far in the distance, um, coming out of the forest. Ooh. and he kind of whips back around to see what i can only describe as a human centipede yep folding that's what i was itself. about to ask Folding itself over itself into this like headstand kind of like run, like Mm -hmm. moving quickly toward the people. And whoever whoever this guy's talking to is new because he's like, oh hey, dude, dude, bro, we gotta run. We gotta run, bro. We gotta run. (laughs) And like, and the guy, all you can hear is the other guy going like, Oh my god, dude, what is that? And then that's the end of it. And I was just like, you know what? That's a pretty good Not a bad 30-second introduction to a game because it was not something I was expecting, you know? I was like, oh, so it's another survival (laughs) game, whatever. Like, I've seen a million of these, but Centipede Man running out of the forest, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that seems a little scary.
3: I lit our entire camp on fire trying to get away from one of those because I panicked whenever I saw that thing for the first time because you hear it too and it makes like this awful, like, like, I don't know, like gushy sound, Ugh. mushy, whenever Ugh. it gets close. And I threw like a million Molotovs at it and like everyone, like all my friends uh, got lit up and yeah. I just ran um, into the ocean. Yeah. So, the, but no, it's good. It's good. Even the
0: first forest, like one of the things that really strikes me about that game and uh, also now in the second one is to, like, it's very interesting at like, I was just talking to Lotus about this last night. It's like very mm-hmm. interesting at like daylight horror which is yeah, sure. like, it's if, tricky. I act, like weirdly a thing that like, I think resident evil four was really good at. And then uh-huh. now they're kind of like walking back in the remake, which I think is like maybe one of which the most strange. questionable decisions about right. that. Mm-hmm. But like the forest is really good about like you start that game and it's just like, it's the middle of the day and then just weird monster people just start coming out of the trees and like attacking you and like walking towards you and like, the animations on them, they're like very curious. And it's like, wait, is this something I can fight? It, like, they are like, look, they give the body languages, mm-hmm. of, like, the body language of, hey, is this something I can fight or is this something I can kill or whatever? And then they like come towards you and then back away very quickly. And a lot of that stuff, it's just like, oh, I guess this is just what I'm dealing with now. It's just like, this is just happening. This is not like a thing that, like, dying light style, the night goes down, the blood moon rises, and now I, I know that it's like, it's go time. It's just like, no, this is just happening and I have to deal with it right now. Uh, There's something like very creepy and interesting about that style of horror to me. Yeah.
3: You know, uh, if you're nice to them for like, I think it's like the first 10 days or so and then there's a certain point where they don't put up with you anymore. Uh, But if you're nice to them for a little while while you're getting established, like if you put away all your weapons and don't take them out near them, they won't hurt you, I Mm. think, for like the first few days and they just like kind of walk up to you and they'll scare the hell out of you. Um, and I think that's like the temptation there because they get really close and it's super scary. Uh, but then they'll back off if you just stay calm. I
2: like after 10
1: days they're just sick of your shit and like, yeah.
2: oh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're done with you.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: get off the island.
2: That's You've fair. been here for yeah. a
1: while. Are you going to get a real job? Like the couch is on a bed. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, right. Uh, yeah. Anything? We'll see what happens our with our the place billionaire, is I guess. a little bit small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like at least pay rent. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Anything else, Andrea? Uh, I think we should play near. here. Uh, that's it. Yeah, we should play. <laughs> we do still need to play. Uh, I think that is it for The forest, though, but I have also been playing Theater Rhythm. Did y'all talk about that last time?
1: I don't think we've talked about it. I, I've been playing it, too. It's it's a good game.
3: Yeah, I, I don't really know what you say about it other than, like, it's better than the first because it's bigger and it's really good, Um I mean, it has some neat new mechanics, I guess, yeah. uh, over the first. But yeah, I'm definitely going to like wear out the buttons on my Switch or something because I <laughs> love it.
1: I will say I'm not wild about how they decided to, uh, where when and where they started to cut out certain parts of tracks. So, like, mm. Dancing Mad, an iconically very long track when yeah. the party of Final six battles Kefka, just kind of stops halfway Like, Mm -hmm. you don't hear the final part of that song, which is, like, annoying. Like, I can understand that maybe for the adventure mode, because you don't want to, like, do an adventure mode that is, like, a stage that's six minutes long. But, like, have an option for the full song.
3: Yeah. No, I get it. And some of the choices, like, let me do my usual, like, Final Fantasy 14 corner hour. (laughs) There's, like... No songs really from the last couple that I can think of. Well, oh, a long fall is on there. Yeah, that's it's so just like bizarre. a lot. Most of it is arr. Um, I think from what I've seen at least. Uh, but there's some really good tracks on there. You would assume that have become pretty iconic. Uh, that just don't make it, and I mean it has the the same problem. I think. Uh, Imran mentioned is. Oh, I'm just cut off in like real weird spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have two Y'shtolas. Why did you do that? What? Uh, yeah, there's two. So, you know how you get like a group of party members from every game that you can pick? For some reason, they have ARR Y'shtola and then they have Shadowbringers Y'shtola. Oh, uh, she's outfits? whitewashed in both. Oh, wow. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, she's just in different outfits. And I think that's the only Final Fantasy that's like that. Where there's two of the same character, maybe, in this game? I is it? think so. I can't yeah. think
1: of any other, like, like aside from SIDS or whatever, yeah.
3: Yeah, they couldn't give us, like, Elise or, I don't know, Stinian. But, no, Yeah. It's weird. I,
1: I, I bet you you get a lot of that FF14 stuff in DLC, because this game is, like, not shy about selling yeah. DLC. Mm. Yeah.
3: That Deluxe Edition, I think it was expensive. Yeah, like, like a 120 for bucks me. I think. Yeah, that was expensive.
1: Yeah, mm. I. It's very funny because like you look at like the the DLC stuff and it ends. The the things you can buy are end by F Fifteen, which is like okay. Very obviously, what's coming next is F 16 tracks like alongside yeah. the game or whatever.
3: This is an old game too, isn't it? Because it's the arcade version.
0: Uh,
1: I think it it's is. Like a, compilation. Like I think the mechanics are taken from the arcade version. It's a compilation of all the stuff that's come out from theater the the two 3ds theater rhythm games.
3: Okay, okay. I didn't play the second one, but I put a ton of hours into the first. But yeah, that makes sense. Okay.
1: Well. Yeah, it's a good game. I I think like song choices, like you said, sometimes strange. Mm-hmm. Like they do have live live tracks in there, but only two are from the remake, and like oh, the yeah. rest are from the SNES version.
3: They had some Nier songs, I think, too. Yeah, the, I don't
1: uncle. know if those are out yet, but those are... Oh, are, are, you getting for sale or are you
0: getting royalties for that, Nier, or...? <laughs> you know, they didn't ask me. Um, didn't I should have brought you. it That's up when I was in New York, honestly. Probably. I asked, like, should have asked them. should be like, hey, what the fuck is up with this? Right. Like, I worked
2: yeah. really, really hard <laughs> really on it. On on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally.
3: Good. You should be in that game, Nier. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah.
2: should be in that 2
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that uh what that thirty rock joke of AI Seinfeld, which I guess is oh, yeah. real now. It's just a real thing now. Yeah, it's basically oh, yeah. real now. Yep. Just insert near into every
0: game. Mm-hmm. It's very funny how like prisiant 30 rock is about like everything. Like uh-huh. MILF
2: Manor is also Milf, a 30 Milf rock Manor. bit. Yep. And <laughs> no, in the that. same episode. Yeah. Like oh, that God. came from the same thing. AI Seinfeld was promoting MILF Island in that, which is incredible. Because Milf Manor and AI Seinfeld legitimately came out like the same week, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> which wild. is wild. It's yeah. so
0: fucking funny.
3: Yep. Uh, John, should I? Should uh, I? Oh, sorry. What's up? Oh, gonna, did y'all see the? It kind of. I mean, a Final Fantasy segue, and it seems like it's worth talking about if we have time. Did y'all see like the Fan Fest ticket uh, stuff?
1: Is no. anybody familiar? No. Did it go badly?
3: uh (laughs) badly is one way to put it so like every year it has sold out within minutes and it's historically been really ugly and i think it had like a few thousand the first year and then a few thousand again the next and then uh like it maybe doubled but that still wasn't very much compared to the size of the game and then they had the online one because of covid Um, So this one, apparently, the rumor, and someone at ChokeLix, I think a customer service rep, said that it was 15,000 capacity, which is way bigger than previous uh, fanfests in Las Vegas. But that's still, I mean, y'all know the the size of the game. That's definitely not holding as many people that probably want to go. So historically, they did email codes one time, and they've also done first come, first serve. And people could just like click the website anyway without a code and buy one in the past. Mm. So that pissed people off. Um, and then they did a lottery system this time where you got emailed a code to buy a ticket. And that worked, but people just sold the tickets, like the the lottery code. So those lottery codes were going for like five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Um, which was ridiculous. So it made the scalping situation even worse. And today, uh They sold off the rest of them, first come, first serve, to people who didn't have codes. And I saw someone who was able to, like, buy a ticket, and then when they got out of the queue, just go back and buy more tickets. So I don't think that it worked the way they wanted, and everyone's
1: pissed. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things of, like, who really cares as long as we get people?
3: Right, yeah, right. I, right. I figure they ultimately like don't care. Uh, judging from the comments, they probably don't care. Right. There are a lot of pissed off people. So I bet we'll see. But damn, I got them. So all—that's all but, that hey, matters. You got them, and Didn't that's one. all that matters. Yeah. When is yeah. oh, uh, It is at the end of July.
2: Okay. Oh, so, nice. Okay.
3: Yeah. I wonder if Michael's going. Question.
1: Huh. I, I, I would not be shocked if. Like they don't find if they don't find a
0: way to send him somehow, Michael will move heaven and earth to make sure he gets to go to that thing. I believe it, I believe it in my heart of hearts. Yeah,
3: so we'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah, John, how about you? Video games? (laughs) I've played one video game a lot, and it's Atomic Heart. Hell yeah. Um, uh huh. I don't like <laughs> this game. At,
1: I, I, I don't. want to hear why. I don't, the uh, only thing I know about this game is the sexy robot ladies. I guess. I I spent <laughs> I a long.
3: Sorry. I was just more- I spent a long time thinking it was Wild Heart. So. Oh, no, yeah. No, we got Wild Hearts and
2: Atomic Heart. Same kind of, you know, time and place. Very weird. Um, No, this is uh, the first, I guess, full game from Mundfish, which is a developer from question Mark, although they're mostly Russian and, uh, they have other, they have other folks who work for them based um, in Cyprus, based in Cyprus. That's correct. Um, this was a, uh, CIS VK play and focus entertainment publishing joint. The, uh, VK play thing is also a bit of a controversy. Um, So, yeah, there's that. Um, I won't get into that because I think that stuff is, like, nebulous and tough to track down. Um, Some people have said that, like, a lot of the money that they're making is going straight back to Vladimir Putin. And it's just like, well— It's a little tough to trace that, so let's not even Mm -hmm. let's not even go there. There's Um, a more direct
1: line between Marvel movies and U.S. war crimes. uh, Between totally,
2: Um, hundred percent. So it's Bioshock. So did you like Bioshock the first three times? Then you might like Atomic Heart. I like it one
1: and a half times. I like
2: it two (laughs)
0: times, two times, one point nine times. I like I like Bioshock two a lot, and then I like. uh Minerva's Den a lot, a lot, and I like most uh, of Bioshock One up until uh-huh. like the last like third of that game where it kind of yeah. starts to fall apart.
2: I would say that's about where I am on the Bioshock series. Um, So this one is you, you play as a, a guy named P three, and he has a Richard Spencer haircut, and <laughs> he's um, the most fashy looking he, motherfucker on the, the, the planet. He's the most fashy looking guy in the world, Um, and he goes to basically like a Soviet Union. Um Soviet Union is one basically won World War II. Uh and they're and they've also discovered all this stuff called a polymer. Well, they discovered this, the polymer before World no. War II and now are extremely technologically advanced. John? Yes.
0: You know the Soviet Union was on the winning side in World War II in real life, too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Why'd you say but then like because they they <laughs> like they want they not only won, they like ran they like won the space race yeah I they, like ran, like, ru- they like ran they like ran rough shot over they like a everybody huge, in World War II. yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah they're yeah. like a huge I mean. military industrial I mean they power. were they were basically the definitive way that they won World War II and the, on the on the fucking Western Front as well I I understand right. all of that I'm saying with the polymer that they discovered and all this other stuff They won they the did. Cold War. They After won. The, that. They, well, there wasn't even really a Cold War, okay? Because this was just so they were just so dominant. So they built all the stuff. They built artificial intelligence and blah 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 blah. Um, World because War II ended early because they kicked their ass so bad. Um, so this your your soldier main character, P three is a world war two veteran. He has memory problems, which are presented to you, like in a really kind of bizarre way where he just kind of, he talks to this glove that he has an artificial intelligence in his hand. And he basically is like, well, I don't really remember a whole lot of my life, Charles, you know, like it's just very matter of fact, um, and, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, you just unravel kind of a mystery and, um, you, there are a lot of sex robots. There's a refrigerator that wants to have sex with you that upgrades your weapons. That's not an exaggeration um, either. That's not an exaggeration. Mm. It's just like what it is. Um, and... Uh, the writing, uh, yes, I'm sure the staff mostly wrote this and then localized it, you know, relatively inexpensively. The writing is honestly some of the worst I've ever heard in a video game. Um, and Maybe with a line.
1: I'm, I'm curious, like, what is the bad writing in this game?
2: What the shit? Crispy Critters? What the uh. shit? Oh, oh, <laughs> holy ass balls, y- Charles. What the shit is happening over here? The the main character from what I'm I've I'm not seen exaggerating. Of, yeah. From
0: from what I've seen of like John play this game, the main character sounds like fucking Duke Nukem. He sounds like yeah. you know like like <laughs> yeah. uh, Lo Wang not in the more recent Shadow Warrior games but in yes. the old Shadow Warrior game like yeah. it's that style of like late 90s to early 2000s straight up action movie hero guy who's just like I've had enough of this shit I don't want to hear about nerds and your mm. s- super science garbage I got guns and I'm here to blow shit up. He's a pro ZD caricature. Right. How does the game treat him? Do they treat him like, oh, this guy's so cool?
2: No, I mean, like, they, the, uh, yes and no. and There's, like, a little bit of a turn about halfway through the game where the game starts to treat him a little more sincerely and he starts to treat himself a little more sincerely. But, like, the overarching problem with this game is just one that we've talked about a lot with, like, Forspoken and a few other games recently is that it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It constantly wants to comment on how absolutely insane and wacky and weird everything is instead of actually like engaging with a plot that you would be proud to write. Like and at every turn, there's like, oh, now this fucking robot's talking to me about wanting to do the nasty with me. Wow, how wacky is all this? And it's like, If you are constantly having to look at the game that you've written and go and have the main character be the self-insert that goes, how fucking wacky is this? You've written something stupid. You've written (laughs) something bad. It feels like
1: a game that came out of every decision Hi-Fi Rush made.
2: Yes. this game just
1: manifested the from the opposite
2: yeah 100%, 100% yeah there is a goofy sincerity to Hi-Fi Rush that like in a total vacuum if you would not really like put it together with everything else you might go you might roll your eyes but like it works in that environment because it takes itself seriously it builds a world around these things and lets and and lets every character in it feel pretty good about what's going on you know it's like even it, it just makes sense and, and Atomic Heart they are constantly throwing stuff at you that they are telling you, wow, isn't this fucked up? Wow. Isn't it fucked up that you had to backtrack? Isn't it fucked up that you had to do these eight different things to open a door? Isn't it fucked up? Oh, which is, I it's like, yeah, do that. Yeah, it's- yeah, it is fucked up. Why did you make me do it? If you yourself <laughs> figured out that it sucks, why are you making me do it?
0: It's such a bummer, too, because I like I've been following this game since it was like first announced years and years ago, years ago, years and years ago, where they never really like had any dialogue in any of those trailers. Instead, like this game got a lot of hype built up around it because it's like got this incredible Soviet futurism design idea where like the robots in here like look so strange and austere.
2: Very cool stuff.
0: Yeah. and if you just took that stuff seriously and it was just, right. like, taken at face value Ed, that this is this is just what this world is like, it would have, like, th- they could have instead gone for this incredibly interesting, austere, creepy, Simon Stalin hog-adjacent a- kind of world yes. that I think mm-hmm. would work so much better. But instead, it's just, like, constantly undermining the cool work that was done by like, clearly yeah. the love and care and attention that was put into the game by the art team cuz the game looks so cool the the robot designs like not even just the sexy robot ladies but like just the weird strange like everything looking like it came out of soviet like world of tomorrow like to, um yeah. you know a uh, world's fair type stuff uh coming to life cool. and killing you is so right. interesting
2: yeah yeah there's there's a lot of stuff to like about kind of the visual design and um, you know some of the swings that they take, but like, you know, I had a couple boss fights that I felt like were pretty fun. Um, besides that, I did not think that this game played very well. Like, if you if you liked that, this game kind of played Bioshock and Prey and wanted to kind of put together elements of both of those games and kind of did both of those things pretty poorly. Like there's like kind of you know nano spray that can build up on stuff and make you more um you know effective with elemental combat, you know that reminds me of Prey a little bit, but it's not really an immersive sim. So it's it's functions are very limited. Um you get like the ability to shock someone, you know, like with with you know hand lightning like you would in BioShock, but like it feels Severely underpowered and uninteresting when you use it. So it's very weird that they they really 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 liked Bioshock a lot, but still, like what this game did to me, and and, um, and I'll never forgive it for this. Is it made me realize how good Bioshock was? <laughs> like it made me go, oh, all this shit that this game wanted to do, Bioshock did it a lot better. More than 10 years ago.
1: Bioshock Infinite was what did that for me. I'm like, oh. Oh, sure. Right. Bioshock Infinite was
2: a massive step back from the first two. Yeah. 100%.
1: I I was going to ask, like, I think Nier kind of answered this question for me. What was it that made this game like so? Because I was was not paying attention to this game at all. Then suddenly everyone was like, oh, Atomic Heart's going to be great. Everyone's looking Mm -hmm. forward to Atomic Heart to the point where, like, Casual mainstream players were asking me about it. Sure, I I don't know how this game suddenly popped off pre-release.
2: Well, I think I think marketing. I think it actually did have a pretty nice marketing budget. This was this got advertised on like NBA like nationally televised NBA basketball games. So okay. like a big normal audience was exposed to this game. But I also think we really underestimate the pop the widespread popularity of Bioshock and about how how many people truly in our own circles we we might love to talk shit about that series especially infinite but like those games sold unbelievably well and they were very critically well received and even even the like Post-release commentary, especially about Infinite, about how, one, it deals with race in this absolutely egregiously shitty way, but it also features maybe the most grotesque kind of, like, what-about-both-sides kind of argument that I've ever seen put into a video game. Like, that stuff has not undone at all, I think, the overall goodwill that that series has in the the
3: general population. That's Um, what, I mean— as you started to explain how this was like Bioshock, I was about to ask you, John, like, do people really like Bioshock that yes, much? And they I was do. Googling it and yeah, they, they do. Like yeah. I'm I'm looking at like people love Bioshock Infinite yes. and it's just one of those things of They're- damn, nobody really this, I mean it, it has, This is a little bit
2: like the Hogwarts thing, and we don't have to talk yeah. about Hogwarts. But it's like, like I, when I when I went to Thanksgiving and like people are talking about video games. Like no, no, but, like the shit that we talk about and we care about on this show and like in our yeah. heavily curated timelines. Th- that's not any any sort of ref- that's not any sort of reflection of how the real world feels about video games, like at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Like Bioshock, like, the discourse about why Bioshock sucks has not even begun to have a radio signal blip on, I think, <laughs> a general audience's like awareness. But so, also,
1: you there are people for whom like kind of exists between the two planes. And yeah. they go all I keep hearing from people is how like they've turned on Bioshock Infinite. Like everyone hates Bioshock Infinite now. It's like uh-huh. No, it's like a lot of people who like sat down and really thought about the game after it finished, like sure. we're like, hey these parts are kind of fucked up. They didn't actually do
2: anything they said they were going to do. Well, and also, but- and I've seen a lot of those people, Imran too, and I won't name names, but I have seen people at, like, who are better connected than that, who fucking don't remember that the Daisy Fitzroy stuff was a big deal the week it came out.
0: Yeah, that stuff like, happened Like, that shit happened
2: as it, like, that yeah. shit is, was mm-hmm. not some sort of um, The Last of Us, uh, Neil Druckmann's Z- politics or Zionist thing. That was like a couple months after uh, The Last of Us 2 came out. The Daisy Fitzroy stuff was like fucking immediate. Like that stuff was immediate. So like there is this kind of really goofy kind of uh, narrative online, especially the past few weeks that had been like, wow, y'all have really turned on. I was like, dog, like we we were mad about this shit the week it came out.
3: Mm -hmm. Like
2: you just don't remember, you know, and and a lot of y'all are way too old. To fuck maybe I'll just, maybe y'all are too old. Maybe you need to like work on your memory. But like, it, it th- this was an issue when it came out. But people the, love Bioshock, they really do.
1: The Hogwarts thing you said reminded me that I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago, and they were saying, This is the most interesting. Like position on this game I've ever heard is it, it's interesting because like it makes no sense if you just know information. But sure. this person didn't have all the information. They said they were getting Hogwarts Legacy because they heard there was a trans character in it, and they thought wow. that was so progressive that they wow. wanted to reward the game. Wow! Oh. And it's like <laughs> uh, wow. to get to that point, <sighs> yeah. there's just so much you have to know already, yeah. but not know about other things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, that that sounds to me like someone who is going to kind of twist their argument to to feel okay about it. They probably know more mm-hmm. than they let on. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to suggest that. But that that feels like a that feels a bit like a. I've buried some of this other knowledge, and I'm just gonna like <laughs> pluck this other stuff out and go. Oh, there's a there's a trans character, and isn't that? And wasn't that even like a? Maybe not true. Uh, here, didn't didn't we figure that out that it might not have been? Uh, oh, even, I didn't read anyway, even her. It doesn't I've matter. I've
0: not followed up on that stuff at okay. all. But like, here is the thing about like the internet and people at large that yeah. I like like that people just kind of like don't think about very often. But it gets increasingly yeah. true every year and every day right. on the internet. People just lie like all the time.
2: <laughs> people just lie all the time.
0: Not yeah. even, not, and not like, like I think a lot of people like know that people lie for, you know, for political reasons, for like personal sure. gain and stuff like that. But people lie all the time mm-hmm. for like completely, for no reason at all, just because they don't want to sound stupid or because right. they like don't want to, like in a, in a brief moment without even thinking about it, you, you, you'll you just lie about like blah, 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 like about, oh, I know what the, the definition of this word that I didn't actually know the definition of of was, Uh, but you just lie about it because you don't want to admit that you're wrong because it just feels weird in that exact moment. And then five minutes later, you might turn around and think to yourself, it's very silly of me that I didn't just admit that I didn't know the definition of like invective Mm -hmm. or whatever. Sure. Mm -hmm. But people do that all the time and people do it now for also for clout and for other things. And like oftentimes people will do it for uh, to to be like, well, oh, I'm just a little baby. I don't know. I don't understand. I'm just playing <laughs> my true. little video game over here, and I want <laughs> yeah, to feel yeah, good yeah. about it, and I want other people to think that I'm good for for playing it, even though I also really want to play this fucking video game. So I'm just right. going to put like feign that I'm like a I'm a little bean on the internet type right. type. I'm just a little guy. It happens.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That game I, sold twelve million copies. It has sold really well. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so to, to wrap about Atomic Heart, like I I think there is. Um, a world that is sad about Bioshock not getting continued, and it, and it split into two different directions. One, we have Arcane that kind of made Prey, and it's this really amazing immersive sim that took some of the kind of like the elemental and moment-to-moment kind of tackle a problem however you want to stuff that Bioshock kind of wanted to do but didn't do very uh, very well, I would say. I think Bioshock Two did it a lot better than one, um, and Prey really like went all, went ham with that. And for all that game's problems, it's really memorable because there were a lot of swings taken with kind of emergent gameplay. Also, the narrative was kind of interesting the way it was the way it kind of unfolded. The mysteries were actually earned. And then the other path is I think the path of Atomic Heart, which kind of has like the ethos of Kim Levine somewhere inside of it, which is like not what I would take from Bioshock. If I'm going to like, if I'm going to take from Bioshock, I want to take kind of like the ideal, like aspirational ideas of making a game kind of a really cool feeling mystery with immersive sim and exploration and all this other stuff that like congeals into this really amazing product. Um, And instead, Atomic Heart kind of took like, I don't know, the vibes And blew it out to this like ridiculous proportion where it's like, it's got a little bit of Borderlands, it's got a little bit of Bioshock Infinite. It's a lot of vibes mixed into one that don't work for me. Um, I'm gonna say two nice things about it. We already talked about the. Art style, and I think I just want to reiterate I think a lot of like the robot design and um, environmental design is like really, really, really special. Like, it's really good, they should be really proud about that. There's also a track in the game that's one of my favorite tracks to come out of a video game in the past 10 years, and it is the upgrade music when you go to upgrade your weapons. I think Mick Gordon wrote it and he gave his fee to Ukrainian aid or something. Uh, But Mick Gordon wrote it, and it's like a really good song. So, if you go on YouTube and search for for like Atomic Heart upgrade song, you can listen to it. It's really good. I don't think it's out on streaming yet. Um, and then the other thing I'll say, the reason I quit playing this game uh, is because I got stuck in the environment for the eighth time. <laughs> and uh, when I reloaded my save, I was uh, loaded back into being stuck into that Um A game environment, so fantastic. So I stopped playing. It was about sixty five percent of the way through the game, Um, and I don't know if I'll go back to it because I was very, very frustrated. This Uh, game is very buggy. That game also on Game Pass. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. <laughs> I don't feel that bad about it because it's on Game Pass. You can just go download it, check it out. If any of what I said sounds really good to you, that like this team took the ethos of Ken Levine and decided to make a game about it, like then this game might be exactly what you've been looking for. Anyway. Prep
1: yourself for Judas
2: yeah okay, Judas yeah effect? What, ch- no not it's Judas, Judas right that's 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 Just Chris Judas. that's Chris Judas Judas in my yeah. mind um, yeah it's yeah. called Judas <laughs> in my mind no um yeah Judas I guess it comes out maybe next year I don't know um but yeah that's Ken Levine's next thing and it looks exactly like Bioshock so
1: well and at some point we're getting a new Bioshock too
2: so uh-huh oh yep.
0: yeah I suppose Right around the time that XCOM, the bureau declassified, uh, XCOM declassified the bureau, the bureau XCOM declassified. Yes. that was what it was called. Right around the same time that that comes out, I'm sure. Mm. Do you remember there was a take to before they delayed that game? There was a take to uh,
1: investors meeting, and someone asked Strauss Zelnick, like, "Hey, why are you releasing this game around Mass Effect? That seems like a bad idea." Mm-hmm. He's like, "We don't think they're similar at all." And
0: then they delayed, <laughs> That's like a the terrible, point. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was a terrible idea. <laughs> Uh, I should go back and play that game one of these days because I'm just so curious about that. fine. Just completely fine. I love XCOM is the thing. Yeah. And I just have to see this weird little bit of history. And also, like, there's such so weird DNA there with, like, you know, some of the ideas in that game honestly kind of, like, come through in prey years later. Um, yeah. And also, like, but those are the same people who made Bioshock 2, which I still think is the best Bioshock game. That just mm. gets... You Know forgotten about because it wasn't made by Ken Levine,
3: right? Yeah. Whatever the, the Netflix thing wasn't that a thing? Was that a thing?
0: Netflix thing, which is that, Netflix
1: thing
3: is, is Bioshock getting a Netflix series? Oh, I oh man, a... maybe, yeah, I
0: think you're right. Did I make it costs around so much money for just it. bullshit. Yeah, Google that. Netflix yeah. is going hard into, into video game stuff. Yeah, Nef- Bioshock yes. is the latest video game to get a live adaptation, live action adaptation yeah. after Netflix confirmed that a l- film. Is currently in the works of a film that they'll be bringing to the oh yeah, damn. Uh, that's from okay. whattowatch.com. to watch.com. I, I can't. Vouch I for am
1: very eager for One Piece to come out and fail horribly.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh, they just like wow. pull yeah. the budgets from all this shit. No, because that's a that's anime. That's not that's not video game. Like and Netflix is like super committed to video game. Mm. I think like, until I the next true. video game thing fails. Like, until right. the next <laughs> video game thing fails, but <laughs> I don't think that One Piece will have an impact on that thing. We'll, we'll see. Witcher.
3: The next
2: Witcher. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When the when the when the Witcher Without Henry Cavill comes out. because because it's so thing.
2: wild. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, you know what else is wild? The runtime on the show. We've been going for about an hour and a half. Oh. We should probably mm. wrap up. Okay. I got I got stuff to do today. I'm sure we all got stuff to do uh, We all got
2: stuff to do, we do, we all do all today. That's to true. Do. We yeah. Usually
0: you know, we usually try to keep it around an hour. We never succeed. We never succeed. I don't think we've have we ever had an episode that is one hour long? Maybe
1: like the first one or two. Mm, okay. I okay. think when we were like actively trying to like cut things off then. And also mm. we we were not playing many games because we were all laid off. Yeah. We so. yeah, have all just <laughs> been
2: laid off. That's true.
1: Uh, so I think now that we're all like playing more games, which I, I actually didn't look up the date. We are one day short of six months. So by the time this game
0: or this podcast, wow. out, it will have been okay. six months. Oh yeah. Well, congratulations on six months to us, I guess. I was going to say congratulations to you, but I'm on the show almost (laughs) as much. (laughs) I do want to quickly,
1: not quickly actually, take as much time as you want. John, tell me about your Patreon.
2: Oh, hey, uh, sure. So I started Patreon uh, after, since the last time I was on the show. It's at uh, patreon.com slash floppyadult. Uh, basically, you can support a lot of the stuff I do. I do Twitch streams. I make YouTube videos. And I also started a podcast called The Sunday Scroll. The first episode is out now. I interviewed Gia Jackson, Paul Tamayo, and uh, Kyle Orland. And Kyle Orland about his... A book about Minesweeper, which is really cool. He's got a book coming out that he wrote. It's about 200 pages long. It's a really quick read uh, from Boss Fight Books, uh, but our conversation is really good. Uh, there are three tiers. Your support means a lot. Um, yeah, if you liked Thanks for the Knowledge, which was at another uh, collection of websites that also had that other thing that materia possessions might have spun into, um, and then you would probably like the Sunday Scroll because it's a very similar vibe, so you should go check it out. Who you said that
0: the, the, the person you interviewed is uh Kyle Orlando? Kyle
2: Orland. Orlando. Orland. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah yeah. 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 It's an odd yeah, I know name. you're I know you're unfamiliar near. I know you've yeah. never met Kyle or know <laughs> Kyle or have worked with Kyle. Um I mean it yeah.
0: sounds like an interesting guy just from your yeah, brief description
2: yeah, yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting guy. But uh yeah, that, um that's my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Fobby Adult. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Perfect. Every, I'll, I'll look that in the show notes. Everyone go go there. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Wait,
0: uh, and We're wrapping up then? Yeah, if, we, if everybody's good to wrap up, I'll just go I'm through good. and have other people mm-hmm. promote their own stuff as well. Andrea, where can people find you?
3: Uh, you can come find me on Twitter, uh, where I'm kind of active sometimes. Uh, it's at Majora, M-A-A-J-O-R-A. Um, and I post all my writing in my various freelance escapades so
0: nice um <laughs> imran where can people find you uh
1: you can find me on twitter at imran or on the patreon pros and cons dot scom mm-hmm. or patreon.com slash
0: pros cons and john just one more time from you like where else can we find you
2: You can find me on Twitter at FloppyAdult. I'm not tweeting quite as much there as I used to, but I do a lot of promotional stuff. Uh, And patreon.com slash FloppyAdult. And the Sunday Scroll is the name of my podcast. Go check it out. Thanks.
0: Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at NeriumStrom, N-E-R-I-U-M-S-T-R-O-M. I I am also not tweeting very much from that particular account these days. I've mostly been focusing on my fiction writing side of things when I'm doing anything with social media at all. But hey, who knows? There might in the future be some interesting news there. I'm definitely working on a bunch of stuff. I have not disappeared uh, even if I'm not tweeting a whole ton. So if you see me there, if you follow me on Twitter, if you are about to follow me on Twitter, just know that there might be stuff in the future. I don't know yet. It's just been a very busy time and a weird time for me in a good way. I wasn't joking earlier when I said that life has been good for me lately. I hope good. (laughs) Uh, I'm working on some irons in the fire, and if those uh, come to fruition, you all know about it if you follow me there. Uh, For the show itself, you can also go to the Patreon, as Imran has already uh, pointed out. But to close out this week's episode, or this bi-weekly episode, whatever we like to say... (laughs) We are going to... Oh God, what do we do? Oh, yeah, we just do a... We clink. We, cl- we still clink. It's exactly the same. It's it exactly the be. same. Why well, Every single time I think, like, well, we have a new thing, right? We, like, light up a cigarette or something. No, it's we just keep clinking.
3: <laughs> we <smoke. laughs>
0: Actually, that would be... Good. There's no good yeah. audio way to do that, but, yeah. like... Yeah, we'll just light up a cigarette. It's not by a lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but we, tra- we grab a mana potion at the bar together at last, and we give it a good old...